Welcome to the Fireside Giants podcast by Empire Sports Media. How's it going, Giants fans? My name is Alex and the co-host here, Anthony Rivardo, coming off an unbelievably massive, huge behemoth victory over the Baltimore Ravens. We went into this game knowing we could win this game. I mean, come on. For a team that was completely obliterated due to injury across the board, coming into this game, fighting until the last freaking second, some big-time plays. You know who came up big at the final moment? Kayvon Thibodeau. All the doubters, anyone that was talking shit about him, shut your mouth because Kayvon Thibodeau came out in a huge freaking moment, got that strip sack, and bam, Giants from the ball over Saquon Barkley, spins out of it in the final second, sits down, wastes out the clock, and the Giants emerge 24-20 to with a huge fifth win of the season. We're five and one, obviously one of the best teams in football right now. Coaching freaking matters. My friends, coaching matters. Adjustments matter. The giants office didn't have the biggest, best, greatest game in the world, but they came up when it mattered most. The defense wink Martindale did tremendous against Lamar Jackson. Uh, they limited the, this this Baltimore defense, uh, rather offense, and they really stopped them in the red zone, forced them to settle for three points. And this game set the stage for what hopes to be the rest of a phenomenal 2022 season. We are a playoff caliber team. We're beating good teams. Green Bay, you know, obviously Baltimore. These are playoff caliber teams, my friends, and we are knocking them off one by one. We have a much lighter schedule coming up over the next four games. Seahawks, Texans, Lions, Jaguars, all winnable games for this team. I am absolutely over over the moon right now, Anthony. How are you feeling? And we're definitely going to dive into some of these individual performances, but God damn, I feel good right now. And so do I, man. I am thrilled. I Man, no one saw this coming. No one saw the New York Giants starting the season off at 5-1 and one coming. Brian Dable, coach of the year. He looks like the coach of the year, and I don't see that changing. This is unbelievable the way that he has stepped in here and just revitalize the New York Giants. The Giants are playing Giants football again, winning football. Kayvon Thibodeau with the huge sack at the end of the game to win it. I mean, what a way to get your first career sack. A game winner against the Baltimore Ravens, a strip sack to seal it. That was incredible. Daniel Jones played a good game. We talked all week about keeping the turnover battle in check, winning the turnover battle, keeping the football clean. The New York Giants are continuing to do that, continuing to play winning football. Saquon Barkley still doing his thing. Wink Martindale really doing his thing. Wink Martindale might be the MVP of the team right now. This guy is crazy. This guy is in his bag in every single game, keeping every single offense in check. It's unbelievable the way that the New York Giants are playing right now. New York football is back. It is so fun, so exciting, so refreshing after the past six years of what we've had to endure as New York Giants fans. But here we are. We're back. The Giants are playing winning football. They look like one of the best teams in the NFL going into the season. No one saw that coming, but it's here. I can't believe it. And I'm just so, so thrilled and so happy to see the Giants winning again. I mean, not even just winning, man. We're overcoming obstacles. People said we were the worst four and one team. Fuck off. We're now the be- the worst five and one team. And I'll continue to ride with that because ultimately we're winning games. Great coaching, discipline, execution. Daniel Bellinger, third touchdown of his career in his rookie season. He's making an impact, and not only as a run blocker, but as a receiver as well. This team is coming up to play when it matters most. Kayvon Thibodeau was freaking everywhere today. He made huge plays. Kenyon Drake, 10 catches. 
carries for 119 yards. Doesn't matter. Giants come up when it matters most. Yes, you can get beat in the middle of the game. Yes, you can give up some big chunk plays, but it doesn't matter if you come up when it matters most. And the Giants did that. Forced a huge interception off Lamar Jackson on that botched uh, snap. Goes behind him. He throws the ball. Julian Love, most underrated player on that defense, comes up big. Uh, Wandale Robinson, I've been a huge advocate for him. And Anthony knows this. You guys know this if you've listened. And Wandale Robinson came up big today. Huge touchdown. Three receptions, 37 yards and a score. Bellinger, five receptions, 38 yards and a score. Marcus Johnson had a couple of big moments. Uh, but this team, man, just resilient. I don't even know how they scored 24 points. Uh, they barely had over 250 yards of total offense. But, hell, I'll take it. Great field position curated by the defense on those turnovers and gave the Giants an opportunity to win. Uh, I mean, on the defensive side, Xavier McKinney had nine tackles. Dane Belton had a, had a pass defended. Julian Love had two passes defended and five tackles. Uh, I mean, you know, Thibodeau had his first sack and then the fumble, you know, Jihad Ward had two tackles for a loss. Dexter Lawrence, another elite all pro Aaron Donald looking ass game for him. I mean, Dexter Lawrence has looked like one of the best players in the league. He had two quarterback hits, a pass defended, a tackle for a loss, a sack and a tackle. I mean, what more could you ask from some of these guys? They're getting the most out of these individual players, whether it be someone we've never heard before or someone that, you know, has been on the team and hasn't been able to get the most value out of them since being drafted. I mean, Julian Love, Dexter Lawrence, all these guys, O'Shane Zimenez, they've gotten so much value out of some players, and ultimately, I am here for it, Anthony. You know, what is your perspective on guys like Kayvon Thibodeau, Dexter Lawrence, who really came out and made some big moments when it mattered most? I mean, the defense is just stepping up to play at all times. Not only Kayvon Thibodeau, not only Dexter Lawrence, but Julian Love with a clutch interception. The first interception of the New York Giants season from the defensive standpoint this year, Julian Love, he gets that pick. He takes it all the way into the red zone, puts the Giants in scoring position to take the late lead and win the football game. So not only the guys that you just mentioned with Julian Love, Xavier McKinney with a few clutch break breakups of some passes down the stretch. I mean, the team is just coming to play, man. The defense is playing. Wink Martindale is calling all the right plays. He is getting the most out of every single player on this team. Sure, the linebackers struggled in run defense, and we saw Kenyon Drake run for way more yardage than he ever should have, and we saw Lamar Jackson get busy with his legs as well. The Giants defense did struggle at times, but it was very much a bend-don't-break mentality. It was basically make Justin Tucker beat you, and Justin Tucker usually does that, but as soon as Justin Tucker misses one field goal, that's how you know that the Giants were in that game. As soon as he missed that kick, that huge doink. First of all, I've never heard a doink quite like that. I don't know if anyone else feels that way. That was the loudest doink it of like all time. It sounded like a gunshot. <laughs> it wasn't even a doink. It was a thud. It was ridiculous. But <laughs> like a grenade going off. Yeah, I mean, I guess that just shows the leg power of Justin Tucker, but whatever. I, I was so happy to hear that incredibly disturbing doink and the New York Giants ultimately kind of won because of that. Justin Tucker misses a field goal. You know that you got an opportunity to capitalize on that. The Giants did exactly that, capitalized. Again, the defense played that bend, don't break mentality. They bent all the way, and they never broke down completely. And it was just a phenomenal performance from the Giants defense, especially when they got down in the red zone. Back against the wall, and you got to make a play. The Giants defense made those plays. They held the Ravens to some red zone field goals, and that's ultimately how you play winning football in the NFL with a ragtag defensive unit like this. Yeah, I mean, look, they're just playing aggressive football, disciplined football. They're listening to the coaches. They're doing what has to be done. And I have to say, um, the Giants are playing well above their weight class right now. They're punching above their weight class. And I have to say that they deserve to be there now. You know, like this this argument that they're not a good team and they're winning, 
you know, despite all the lack of talent, I think it's time we put that to bed now. I think we can officially say the Giants are legitimate. The Giants are one of the best coach teams in football. Brian Dable, Wink Martindale, Mike Kafka. Yes, they have vulnerabilities. Yes, they have weaknesses. But I think now if you're general manager Joe Shane and you're sitting here with a 5-1 and team looking at what the future looks like, I think not only are you very excited and very optimistic about what the future looks like, but I think you have to start thinking about the, the near-term future. I think you have to start thinking about, wait a minute, we're kind of a playoff contending team right now. Do we go out into this trade market and try to acquire some more talent to bolster the squad? You know, is that something that you're willing to do? Is that something you're willing to consider, whether it's draft capital or maybe swapping some players? Um, there are things the Giants can do. Yes, they have no money, but they do have a, a lot of draft capital, and they do have some ways to acquire players if they wanted to go down that route to bolster the team. But right now, it's not entirely necessary because they're winning games with the squad that they've got. You know, Anthony, what are you thinking? They are winning games with the squad that they got, and that's why I'm going to actually throw out kind of something completely different. They should be selling some players that they're not using, i.e. Kenny Galladay, Kadarius Toney, these guys who aren't getting on the field. I read a rumor that Kadarius Toney is on the trade block. Who knows? We've heard that many times before, and it has proven to be true. But the Giants might actually want to say, hey, our team is playing so well that we're about to play our way out of a solid draft pick. So we're going to lose some of our value in draft capital. Let's keep winning games, see how far we can go. But let's trade some of these players that we're not using so that we can make up the difference in draft capital by trading away some of these players for next year's draft. Because again, the Giants are going to not have, they're not going to have the best draft pick now because they're winning all these games, which is a good thing. We're very excited about that. And we're definitely not complaining and advocating for losing, advocating for winning as always. But because the Giants are winning so many games, they are moving their way out of a good draft pick. And that's where you might want to say, okay, we are winning these games without Kadarius Tony. We're winning these games without Kenny Galladay. These are players that we don't need now. We can get rid of them, get some draft capital to make up the difference for all of these wins that we're accomplishing, and go ahead and build on this great football team that we have right now. The Giants clearly have a foundation right here with this team that's winning these games. So they can go into next offseason with some extra draft capital and just bolster this team, make it even better, continue to build on what is now a great season for the Giants. They're starting the year off at 5-1. and one. They are contending for the playoffs. So if they keep going at this pace, we're only talking about improving on what we already have. It's no longer going to be the rebuild conversation in the offseason. You can't really have that now because the Giants are a good football team. And a lot of that is because of Brian Dable stepping in, looking like the coach of the year. Saquon Barkley coming back. He should be the NFL comeback player of the year. Absolutely. And Dexter Lawrence, his name needs to be in the conversation for defensive player of the year. He's dominating right now. He's getting a sack almost every single week. His stat sheet is completely stuffed. And of course, if Kayvon Thibodeau continues to build on this performance and play better and better as he has been. You're talking about maybe the defensive rookie of the year and Wink Martindale. How is he not the assistant coach of the year right now? The Giants coaches. I mean, we're just having some standout performances like no other from the coaching staff, from the players. This is such an exciting time for the New York Giants. You can maybe even make the argument that Joe Shane is general manager of the year. Like right now, the six-way point, the six-week point in the season, the Giants are winning a lot of awards if the season ended today. A lot of accolades coming their way because that is how high of a level they are playing at right now. This is really exciting. I know this is a very biased opinion. I'm going crazy right now, but I'm just over the moon to see the New York Giants to be five and one for the first time in God knows how long. I mean, look, man, it's it's fun to be a freaking Giants fan again. It's been years of pain. If you've been watching this channel for the last couple of years, Anthony and I have gone through 
pain every single day talking about this team. We have been waiting for this moment for such a long time where we, you know, the first couple of weeks were four and one, you know, you're kind of feeling like you're unsure. We're not really entirely bought in because we're, we're just waiting for it to kind of crumble down again, but it's not happening. This team continues to win. They're getting healthier. Wandale back, Leonard Williams back. They all emerged healthy. Andrew Thomas had a little bit of a nick of a knack on his ankle, but he came back and played strong. Um, I'm very impressed, man. I have to say I, I, I'm bought back in. I'm here. I'm excited. I'm really excited to keep watching this team the rest of the way. And, t- and Tibosaurus Rex, man, not only did Thibodeau come up in a big moment, but guys, if you know of Tibosaurus Rex, this team is 5-1 and one since we've named him Good Luck Charm. 5-1. and one. <laughs> I think that we got to keep that thing safe. We got to put that thing in a steel cage or something because he I mean, or let him free, man. I don't know what I don't know what to do, but goodness gracious, I could not be happy right now. I, I know all of you guys are celebrating like crazy. We definitely want to dive into the individual individual performances, especially Kayvon Thibodeau. We'll take a look at all of his film, all of his reps this week because I think it's deserving. I mean, he just had a hell of a game. He was absolutely stellar. Um, and, and, you know, and credit to Daniel Jones, too, because, you know, while the stats don't say he was elite by any means or had a great game, he was resilient. He made some big time throws, throw to Wandale in the end zone, throw to Daniel Bellinger in the red zone. Um, he was efficient with the football, got rid of it when he needed to at that one fumble. That really wasn't his fault. I'm not kind of blaming that on him at all uh, before the half. Uh, he was efficient. I was happy with his performance. The Giants are winning because they're executing well. They're staying in games, and they're resilient, man. They're a fourth-quarter team. The Giants are officially a fourth-quarter team. In past years, they would they would fall apart. They would you know just shut down at the biggest moments, but we're seeing this team rise to the occasion now. Fourth quarter comes around. We're down two scores. We mounted a monster comeback. Massive turnovers. This team has the capabilities to go on and win a couple more big-time games against big-time opponents the rest of the season. I'm extremely excited to see them continue to compound on the success and get healthier ultimately. And you're in your point uh, that players that should be kind of being sold on right now, that some guys that aren't really contributing, that's a very good point. I think that's something we have to discuss this week as well. Guys who just aren't living up to the potential contract, whatever it might be. We'll make a video on specifically who we think those guys are and maybe who they should consider trading at this point, because ultimately if you're not helping this team win right now and they're winning, you're clearly expendable, right? Cause the giants are winning with, I mean, you could say not the most talent in the world. And I, I think that right now they're getting the most talent out of these players and the ones that are just sitting on the bench watching from the sideline. Clearly, we don't need them. So let's go and try to get some more draft capital and retool with guys that can help us in the future. Uh, Joe Shane and Brian Dable draft picks for that matter. Um, not guys that are kind of coming from past regimens. So I'm excited to see what they can do uh, moving forward here, guys. I know you guys are excited. Go enjoy this win. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday. Let's go freaking Yankees tonight, by the way. Hope you guys enjoyed the episode of Fireside Giants after the big win week six. Baltimore Ravens next week. We got the Jags. So really excited. We'll start diving into that later in the week as well. But make sure to like, subscribe as always. And we'll catch you guys on the next episode.